You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM. I'm Marasia. We're speaking with Jeff Strickland, Vice President and Operations of the Pacific National Exhibition, to talk about Fright Nights at the PE. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning, Marasia. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Doing great. Fright Night is finally back this year. For those who don't know what Fright Night is, can you tell us about it? Oh, yeah. Fright Nights, we're calling it a resurrection of, uh, <laughs> of the event because it has obviously been in, uh, in hiding for the last couple of years with the pandemic. But this is our Halloween uh, experience at, Fright, at, at Playland, and uh, we completely uh, turned the park over into a very spooky environment with haunted houses and actors and uh, obviously fog and it's dark. And an amusement park is already kind of creepy at night. So um, it's been a wild success for uh, about 18 years now we've been doing this and it just gets better and bigger every year. And can you tell us approximately how many haunted houses there are? We have six haunted houses, but um, there's really nowhere to hide though. We have a lot of actors roaming the park um, interacting with our guests, sometimes posing for pictures and sometimes <laughs> scaring the heck out of people. So um, it's really an immersive experience. The, the houses are obviously um, part of the best experience uh, for, you know, getting scared and everything else. But, of course, we also have our rides and uh, themed food and beverage, and just the whole park is a very immersive Halloween experience. Now, I want to know, what is the most popular haunted house attraction? And I also heard the Hollywood Horror Haunted House will retire after this Halloween season. Yeah, we're going to retire that one, put it in the vault, so to speak. I think, you know, Bloodshed is our newest one, and it's uh, it's very well-themed, <laughs> um, very kind of twisted, and <laughs> it's, <awesome. laughs> it's just the, the creativity is almost alarming. Um, but uh, that would probably be my favorite. But I think that they all have their unique uh, theme and they all provide the screams and the scares for everyone. I mean, the name Bloodshed itself sounds pretty freaky. So, you know, I guess I'll have to wait to see. <laughs> uh, new, but this... new to this year, though, I just throw this in there. Yeah. If, you're, if you're a scaredy cat, uh, which many of us are, uh, we have a family-friendly tricks and treats event on the, the next week in the last two days. Uh, it's during the day uh, geared for younger folks or people that like me that are a little bit too jumpy for frightening. <laughs> That's awesome. And new this year is an opening ceremony. What is that? Yeah, this is a great opportunity for people to come early. We, um, we, we have so many diehard fans that like to come early and maximize their experience. So we get all our, our actors in their characters and their costumes. And there's basically a big stampede of, of our mob of zombies that meets with our crowd. And when the rope drops, it's um, it's this fun interaction of everyone at the same time. So it's it's definitely something to behold, and you uh, want to come early and be part of that ceremony. So I was reading that there's new haunted house props. Can you tell us what that is? Yeah, we uh, are really over the years looking at trying to find the best props that the world offers and the industry offers. So we're really looking at um, finding. Um, industry-leading, cutting-edge technology out there. The, the Halloween industry has grown so much over the last 20 years through the theme park industry that these are really world-class um, animatronics and props that we're able to acquire through just building uh, Fright Nights up every year. So some of the new ones we have this year are so lifelike and so um, intense how they move and they spray fog and they really, they really, um, they're really something else. And 
um, very expensive pieces of equipment uh, that we are very happy to, to have, but um, they're very, very effective as well. When entering the haunted houses, of course, you will be spooked and scared, but are the actors allowed to touch you or is there a no contact rule? Yeah, we don't, we don't have contact. We never have. Our actors are trained um, to be safe first and to scare individuals in a safe manner. We've learned over the years that scaring people from behind is not a safe practice because people generally jump and they can react. And we want our, our guests and our staff to all be safe. So there's a, there's a no touching, um, not necessarily touching. Our actors will pose with you with pictures and things like that. But our actors are not going to hurt anyone, and so there's no reason to um, need, feel the need to defend yourself. And also, we we don't want people to um, to get overly um, involved with our actors. And you know, sometimes people feel like they, you know, the actors aren't people, perhaps, and they can poke them and, <laughs> and push them and things like that. But that's obviously not um, something we condone. Safety is our number one priority, and that's what causes that's what creates the event to be so fun. Now, with being scared constantly and, you know, running around from the scary actors, I don't know about you, but that would make me hungry. So let's talk about the food. Is there anything new this year? Yeah, we have a lot of really unique themed uh, food um, items. We, uh, you know, there's uh, um, themed donuts and we have eyeball, you know, candy eyeballs and just different gory types of food themes. But of course, we also have the classic mini donuts and triple O's and, and pizza and things like that. But um, our food and beverage department and everyone for that matter here at the Peony really gets into the theming and, and creativity of making sure that whether it's food or um, just your interaction in the houses, everything is on, on brand and on theme for Fright Nights. And is there an age limit to attend Fright Nights? Not an age limit. Uh, um, we do say that it's not necessarily recommended for anyone um, below 15 years um, or 13 years, we should say. Uh, but, you know, we have young kids that come and they don't get so scared. And then we have other. So it's, it's really a judgment call. And if parents are on the on the fence about it, I would recommend looking at the family friendly event. Um, but it is not for the faint of heart. Definitely it is mature content and it is designed to scare people legitimately. So um, <laughs> if uh, if yeah, it's not recommended for for young children, for sure. And Jeff, when I look at the haunted houses and the scare zones, on the scarometer, who do you think rates the highest? Are, are those scary dolls or the zombies or, you know, just those gross-looking people? <laughs> who really scores very high on the scarometer? Yeah, it's funny. Everyone has their favorite action hero. And I think when it comes to Fright Nights, everyone has their favorite character of who scares them the most and for me i don't know about you but for me it's clowns and (laughs) in our carnival zone the clowns just uh, they do it for me they just really creep me out and um but you know there's there are zombies in our hollywood actors and um and the uh, the dolls from the dollhouse are pretty creepy too but i think for me it would definitely be the clowns Yeah, for me, it's the dolls followed by the clowns and then the rest of the gang. But do you have any tips for us if we have to kind of brace ourselves for what's in store at the PNE Fright Nights? I think tips would be just in general at any event. Remember, you are going to a very busy event, so plan ahead. Um, Give yourself lots of time for parking and and, uh, there will be a lineup to get in because we do have security searches uh, to ensure that the park is a safe environment. So it can be a bit of a slowdown at the front end. 
Um, but overall, just have fun. This is, it's been a few years that we haven't been able to do this. We haven't been able to gather so much. And if this is your first time at Fright Nights um, or your first time in a few years, just enjoy it, have fun, and, and, uh, and just soak it all in and just know that we are so excited to be back and we've been working on this literally for a few years now. So um, come join us in the celebration of Halloween. And can you break down the ticket cost and what's included? Yeah, there's a variety of different price points. And um, just want to make sure I have the right information here for you. But we, uh, we are open on, um, we are open as of tonight, so the 20th. Um, we, and every day, with the exception of Monday and Tuesday, uh, next week's 24th and 25th. And then we're open right through every night until um, Halloween itself. And tickets um, are available on uh, ticketleader.ca. That's our ticketing website. And um, as it relates to Fright Nights, if you were to buy tickets from there, the, the, um, there's a variety of different tickets, but um, generally we're looking at uh, $50 um, online in advance. And if you were to come, it would be more expensive on site. So you can save um, a few dollars by buying online. And uh, if you wanted to, and this is just something that people who uh, just want to get the most experience, we do have what's called rapid passes, but they're a very limited amount. Um, and it's a, it's a higher premium price that people can upgrade into, but uh, those do typically sell out because we don't want to um, impact the overall guest experience for everyone else. But that is an a front of the line pass. And then we also, this is new for this year, we have an early entry, and this I think is a great value. So it's for a $15 add-on, you can come into the park early and um, have access to three houses before we open the park um, to everyone else. And this is only $15 because, um, and I think it's great value because uh, to do three houses is um, is is great. It's a great opportunity to, to knock those off your list before we open the park to everyone else. That sounds awesome. Jeff, is there anything else you would like to add before I let you go? I would just like to add that um, we are so grateful um, for all the support that uh, we have received from the community over the past few years of, of how um, keeping these events going. The PE, of course, is a nonprofit organization. We employ so many people, and we all get to um, feel so lucky to be able to do this all the time. And I know it's been a really rough ride for the last few years for the events industry, and uh, I just I can't say enough how much we appreciate the support from our media partners and our community over the past couple of years, and especially now as we're back in business and open and we're seeing large crowds and having a great time. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us this morning, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks, Mary Jeff. Nice to, nice to chat with you. Thank you.